a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Hello again, and thank you for listening to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. There's a lot of talk these days about incorporating storytelling into your marketing efforts, but what kind of stories are effective? Today, we're going to listen into a recent conversation between Andy Johns and Carrie Huckabee. Andy is VP of the Telecom Division at WordSouth, a content marketing company. And Carrie is Chief Marketing Officer for WKT Telecommunications in Mayfield, Kentucky, and Ardmore Telephone in Ardmore, Alabama. As we join them, Andy and Carrie are discussing practical ways WKT and Ardmore Telephone have harnessed the power of storytelling to engage their customers. Let's listen in. Obviously, um, you are a big believer in uh, storytelling uh, as a big part of marketing. Are there some instances, um, what kind of stories do you like to tell? Um, what kind of stories do you find are effective to tell for WKT and Ardmore in your, uh, in your marketing efforts? Well, I think uh, with the stories that people like to relate to people and businesses like to relate to businesses, so... Um, we use the magazine, of course, a lot to tell the story and for people to talk about how they use their WK&T services and Ardmore services. And, you know, I think people just like to relate to other people and see what they have in common and see what, you know, how they're using their services. And, and uh, I think it just makes sense. That makes more sense than us just talking about all the wonderful things our services will do or the fiber. So, um, people like to use other people uh, as examples and see what they're doing. Absolutely. And you mentioned it there, uh, a lot of the difference between features and story. And, you know, you can run down a list of features. Everybody has features, but only you kind of have your, your story. So that's in some ways, do you see that as a competitive advantage almost? Uh, yes. I mean, WK&T has a long history. We've been here in the community for a long time and uh, for over 60 years. And uh, just the story of the cooperative and how we got, you know, went door to door and met people. And, and really, when we did the fiber project, we were doing, you know, the same kind of thing that we did 60 years ago when we were gathering signatures. So it was a great way for us to meet the community again and go door to door and introduce ourselves again or just remind everyone that we were here. And, you know, I think people want to do business with someone that they trust and and uh, that are trustworthy and uh, feel good about doing business with that um, with WK&T. So I think that means a lot to us, just who we are, because I think to acquire a customer, they need to know that you exist to retain and keep a customer, they have to like who you are. So that's really important, I think, to, you know, to communicate and and um, build that relationship with a customer. You mentioned the acquisition and the retention. Uh, both of those are obviously key parts of marketing. Do the same stories work for both um, with both goals in mind? Do you tell the same story when you're trying to retain a customer versus the story that you tell when you're trying to acquire a new one? I think so. I think the message is the same. Um, they have to know who WK&T is, know that they exist. And then once they uh, 
uh, do business with us, hopefully, that they learn who we are and they're even, you know, uh, they feel even better about doing business with us. But when we're out there in the community trying to be visible, you know, where our logo's on um, a sign at the ballpark or we've sponsored a community event or we've made a donation to the library, I mean, you don't know whether that's an opportunity to meet someone new or if that's just building on the relationship that you already have. So I think the messaging is is pretty much the same. Talking about acquisitions in particular, um, I know that y'all did a lot of storytelling through your marketing with the magazine and with some other uh, some other things as well, video and, and others, to kind of lay the groundwork for when fiber was coming through. Do you feel like um, some of that advanced work with the storytelling, did that help um, make the sale easier when you got to the point where you were able to sell them the fiber service? The early legwork that we did, getting the word out there, having um, our city and county officials understand the economic development director, all of those people that understood what was happening help us spread the word. And then uh, we, at the annual meetings, would always have our maps and our construction plan. We were very open uh, within our magazine about our schedule, where would we, where we would be building what our timeline was. You know, sometimes we were behind that because of the rain and the weather, but, uh, you know, everyone was real understanding of that. And um, we just tried to keep everyone informed. So when our salespeople went door to door and knocked on the door, um, they were expecting that salesperson. They had heard about the fiber project. They, um, you know, it was no surprise. And we also found that even at the annual meeting, that our members would come by our fiber booth and they'd say, oh, we've heard about this. Um, what area, you know, when are you going to be in our area? And they would go around to the map and say, oh, okay, it's next spring or it's late fall. And uh, um, they just, they had a good awareness of that. And then later we also heard people that would say, well, we're looking for a home to purchase, but we know we want it to be in WK&T's area where the fiber is. Um, because they did understand that that was a big advantage to be in in our area with that infrastructure and that network there. Part of what you said there, uh, if I can follow up on it, uh, yeah, everybody was pretty understanding. Um, do you felt like? Do you feel like? You know, I go back to EPB here locally. Just you feel like EPB? They're the good guys. They're the local people. They're the good guys. Um, now, I know that, you know, not getting into the whole municipal thing, but just uh, on the customer side, you feel like Comcast is the bad guys, EPB is the good guys. Do you feel like that that storytelling that y'all did in advance, people knowing the WKT story, do you think that contributed to part of why they were understanding as the, they were almost rooting for you in a sense, you had positioned yourself that way through that storytelling? Sure. I think that people that knew WKT and knew our reputation, uh, reputation that we had been here such a long time and that we are based upon the uh, the cooperative way and that we were very communic we communicated a lot about how important we felt like this was for our community our future the educational system the future economic development and we really tried to express that to our members that that we were not doing it just for WK&T, we were doing it for the whole area. So I do think that some of that played in, uh, played into the story, 
that they were more understanding. Of course, you know, when it was raining for us, it was raining for the whole area. So it wasn't always hard to explain, hey, we're, you know, we're a month behind because it's been snowing or raining for a month. So, But I do think that they probably um, gave us more credit for that kind of stuff or were more understanding of longer delays and, thing, and things because they knew WKNT. Is there a way to factor any of that in um, to that return on uh, what you're spending? I know it's always tricky to, to try to figure out ROI on a lot of marketing efforts, especially with something as vague as that kind of awareness. Do you consider that um, as part of the return on your investment then, the fact that the actual sales were easier because of that storytelling in the beginning? Or how do you, how do you even start to, to talk about ROI when it comes to um, storytelling uh, like that? Well, it's hard to measure ROI on storytelling, but I think we've talked about that a lot with local channel. Uh, many of us have local channels where we film local sports and, and community events, and we know that it has a return on the investment. It's just hard to count the number of people that do business with you because of the local channel. Those There's just some things in marketing that you just can't put um, the ROI in numbers. And I think that this has been one of those things um, that's hard to measure the return of investment. But, you know, on a personal level, I, I sort of compare it to friendships. You know, sometimes you meet new people and you develop a relationship with them and, and you talk about you tell each other stories. And having that friendship is, you know, a return on your investment, just like you hope they're getting one also. But I do think it's very important to do customer surveys and some of those things help you measure that return of investment. And we did complete a survey after we had finished the fiber project last year. And um, on zero to 10, uh, all of our customers rated us like 8.5 to 8.7 on trustworthiness, that we were a good corporate citizen they felt like we were a technically advanced uh, company and that we uh, did improve the educational system here, by not only technology, but just the support. So there are ways to try to get some of that, you know, the numbers back on return of investment, but I don't think you're going to be able to do it in dollars and cents. Uh, two questions left. Uh, you've mentioned it a couple of times just in this conversation. I know we talked about it the other day, but trust um, is a, a big part of keeping, uh, retaining uh, customers. How do you think that storytelling plays into that trust and getting uh, getting customers to not just use your service, but really trust you as a company? Well, I think, again, just in person, uh, personal connections with friendships, you you earn trust or um you earn trust, and we want to be connected and, and have a relation p with people or businesses that are trustworthy. And I think that the only way to build that is to get to know one another and be reliable and be accountable and be there when they need you. So I think that's what WK&T and Ardmore has tried to do. We've tried to um, provide services that uh, are reliable and that they need to live the quality of life that they want to live in a rural area. And I think we're there when they call and we try to make it easy to do business with us through our website and other things. So I think it's just a constant feeling that we're there for them 
and um, you know the more stories you tell to them and um, just the more information you provide out there to them you know I think it just helps build on that sure and one of the things you touched on just a little bit there um, as a marketer I mean how valuable is it to get to a point where people are retelling your story? Is that something that you do you work towards and how valuable is that to have your own customers um, retelling your story and, and being kind of their own brand advocates? I don't know that there's anything any more valuable than a word of mouth because I don't know what the statistics are, but I think, you know, a negative word of mouth can be very damaging but a positive uh, word of mouth or talking to your neighbors, you know, or just saying, hey, I just got WK&T Fiber installed and, and it's great and, and it downloads my files quickly and things like that. So I don't think there's anything more valuable than word of mouth. And, of course, we do try to promote that with uh, Facebook and social media and referral programs where if they re, uh, refer someone, then they create it on their bill and things like that. So that helps. But um, there's just a whole lot of that that goes on, I think, you know, neighbor to neighbor in small communities. We have someone, he, a couple of employees here that are in a card group, and they play cards every month. And the next day, they always come back and say, oh, well, we talked about their fiber connection, or we talked about their speeds, or we talked about their video service. So there's so much of that that goes on around, you know, around the table when neighbors get together. So it's very important. And do you think storytelling helps promote that? Sure. Storytelling helps, uh, helps that because while you're building on that relationship, they feel more comfortable uh, talking about you and uh, referring you to their neighbor. Um, you know, if they trust you, then they know that they're, they don't, they're not afraid to refer you to someone else and do business with us, recommend doing business with us. You said that the story has kind of expanded beyond um, your conventional borders. Uh, what is storytelling done outside of your service area? Well, I think as far as storytelling and word of mouth uh, is that it's spreading the word about the network that we just finished for WK&T serving area and, you know, the na- the neighboring counties and uh, neighboring towns see what's happening and see the abilities that fiber brings and the economic deve- development possibilities, the educational uh, possibilities. So, you know, I guess they're a little jealous and they're, uh, you know, they want that for their neighborhood too. So I think that's a perfect word of mouth storytelling example that's getting out there that it's uh, going out beyond the borders of WK&T. And you've had some real specific, you don't have to say names if you don't think it's appropriate at this point, but you had some real specific inquiries that actually expansion opportunities for the company, right? Sure, sure. We, we've we had a lot of conversations with, you know, government officials and city officials and and uh, about the possibilities and if we can work things out. And, you know, we're open to those opportunities. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of talk and uh, of that sort going on. And we've been listening to a conversation between Andy Johns and Carrie Huckabee about effectively using storytelling as part of your marketing plans. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Smith. I look forward to visiting with you again soon. Until then, keep telling your story.
You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.